0: Bridge Toll California customer service number
1: Highway miles to the gallon Ford Focus Thailand Cave
0: rescue operation
1: What is schema F Best wine bars in San Carlos California
0: Best Western Hotels How
1: old is Ronaldo What
0: happened with Big Brother What's engagement How part? long before yeah. a wedding should I send out save the dates How many are in the first series Use of IMAP the NBA to playoffs. check mail on best other spots. email clients Identify That's fonts where from where from to find Hobby Welcome to the Voices of Search Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we'll be doing an SEO case study looking at web vitals. Joining us is Jordan Cooney, who is an SEO strategist and advisor for search metrics. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health backlinks and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. dot com slash a w t okay on with the show here is my conversation with jordan cooney seo strategist and advisor for search metrics jordan welcome back to the voices of search podcast hey ben how you doing um i'm tired man i've got young kids and i'm ready to fall asleep at the wheel here we were joking around before the episode started about what can we do to make a useful episode when i've got half a brain. And uh, my first idea was, let's just read off some SEO jokes and call it quits. So let's start off. Why did Tiger Woods start studying SEO?
1: I have no idea, Ben.
0: To get his ranking back to number one. <laughs> this is going to be brutal. Why did the girl stop dating the
1: SEO nerd? Uh, let, tell me. Tell me. What is
0: it? He loaded too fast. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> That's oh my god, terrible. that's
1: bad. Okay,
0: that's let's change the sub all right, one more. One more. <laughs> all right. Why did the SEO expert cross the road? Tell me, Ben, why? To get hit with traffic.
1: Hey-o! Oh there we go. There go. That's what that's what we go. That's all we all want. We so. gotta talk
0: about some tips or optimization, and you gotta promise me you're gonna talk slowly. I can hardly keep it together right now. And I'm looking through Search Console and I'm realizing my website performance for my other podcast stinks. I don't understand. I have an average position ranking of 52. What on earth could be possibly stopping me from having the best podcast website
1: in the world? Well, there's a variety of reasons that, that could be the case. But obviously, and we've spoken about this before, there's key aspects around user experience and the optimization, and the quality of your user experience that really can drive your success of your website. So talk to me about how I find the problems. Sure. So recently, about a month ago, Google released a set of updates around Web Vitals. So many of you probably read about this. But essentially, these are metrics that measure the health of your site and can tell you if you're really performing in a way that your users would expect in both mobile and desktop experiences. And so this is a set of data that's available in Search Console and it is monitoring the performance of your pages across a variety of different KPIs.
0: Now, Jordan, I asked you to speak slowly. I know. I knew this was coming. And maybe I should ask you to speak <laughs> English. What the heck is a web vital?
1: Yes, a web vital. So a web vital is really nothing more than a KPI. It's a metric. It's a metric to understand the quality of the user experience of your page. And it has certain subsets to it. So Web Vitals is the collection of data points. And it really is about helping webmasters better understand on a metric basis how users are engaging with their page. And that, I think, is a really important understanding for our listeners is that, hey, look, Google's gotten to the point where they're scientific about user experience. They're not being subjective about user experience anymore. There are certain metrics that they want you to abide by and ensure users can experience on your pages.
0: Isn't this just a fancy way to say which pages have bad site speed or aren't mobilely compatible?
1: That's a great comment, Ben. And this goes beyond sight speed. Sight speed is a very binary metric. It is, you know, it's like measuring a race. Think of this. If you're an athlete, it's more of how a coach critiques a runner and the style of running that they have. Are they swinging their arms appropriately? Are they coming out of the blocks the right way? Are they? crossing the finish line with the right thrust. So these are the types of metrics that are critiquing the way you run, not just how fast you run.
0: This is how fast you run with pads on, using a football (laughs) metaphor, not just how (laughs) fast you can run doing the 40-yard dash. Right,
1: exactly. For
0: anybody who's not a football fan, sorry about that one. All right, so look, I'm clicking around in Search Console and I find core web vitals. And it's broken up into mobile and desktop for the website I'm looking at, martechpod.com. And I noticed a couple things. First off, I had 120 good URLs for mobile web vitals. Yippee, that sounds like a lot. And then all of a sudden on looks like the 22nd of May, I have zero. They all went away. Did something bad happen? Did I change something to my website? Why is it possible that my good mobile core web vitals went down?
1: Yeah, so there's a variety of different reasons that your web vitals can go down. Google is monitoring these through the Chrome experience. And it can be a factor of changes that you've made to your layout, changes that you've made to your templates, changes that you've implemented in terms of the stack that you're using, like the technology or the platform that you're using. So there's a variety of different levers that Google's looking at or that, excuse me, you could look at as a webmaster to understand how to improve it. So this, essentially what I'm trying to say is that, hey, there's a lot of different ways to make it better or to understand the root cause for why you had this drop. Google is specifically looking at certain KPIs, though, to measure you against. And then it's kind of, you have to now still be the detective and figure out which one of these things is impacting you the most.
0: Okay, so I have to go back to April 22nd and figure out what I've changed on my site and think about how that has impacted my mobile web experience. Does Google give you any data on what KPIs they're looking at? Or let's just go look at something that happened in mobile, in my case, on the 22nd, that's why there was a dip?
1: Yes. So they've got three different KPIs that they look at that they consistently are monitoring to make up the web vitals. They are LCP, FID, and CLS. ABC. What? <laughs> yeah, right. More acronyms in the SEO world for all of us to speak slower. <laughs> yeah, speak a lot slower, right? So we got Largest Contentful Paint, First Input Delay, and Cumulative Layout Shift.
0: Wait, wait, wait. What What do those things mean?
1: All right. Yes, that is that's a great question, Ben. So Largest Contentful Paint basically measures the loading performance to provide users a good experience. So basically, your page should be loading within a certain amount of time. This is probably the closest metric of the three to a lot of the performance metrics that we used to talk about in Google's speed measurements.
0: This is another way to say
1: site speed. It is. It's one of the KPIs within a site speed portfolio of KPIs. Yes, absolutely.
0: Okay, and then what was the next one?
1: First input delay. So this is measuring interactivity. So when is it that a user can start to engage with your page? Right? How quickly can they start to do something? Your page, and really this should be less than 100 milliseconds. If you're not able to click on that buy button or check out that hamburger menu or do a lot of these core functionality things that you want to be able to do, you know users are going to leave. And so that's how they're measuring that first input delay
0: That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Okay, so the LCP is basically how quick it is for someone to be able to view your page. FID is basically how long it takes for users to be able to interact with your page. What's the third acronym stand for?
1: Cumulative Layout Shift. So this is looking at the stability of your page and how good the experience is on the page itself. So this is probably the trickiest of the three and is really measuring fundamentally like more aspects around how well maintained your page is in terms of its ability to be interactive.
0: So this is where Google pings me for having white text on a white background to keyword stuff.
1: So I wouldn't necessarily call this a text-based update, Ben. I would more look at this as how different elements are loading and the dynamic nature of your page. And can users engage with these elements that are on the page? So can a user easily engage with an image? Can they simultaneously click on the play button on a video? Are there too many elements within the page that are crowding the experience?
0: It's a UX right user experience evaluation
1: right it absolutely is so like is your text in a centered type format like can a user actually read the text or is the text hovering really close to the frame of the viewport on your mobile device and so i know i'm throwing out a lot of little things there's various metrics that google is looking at actually there's kind of a formula for this there's not various but there's Basically, they're looking at the distance between various experiences on the page and then what kind of input function is required on that page to see if the page actually is kind of usable, right? Is it really something a user can engage with and get to their ultimate outcome?
0: So one thing that I noticed, you know, I had this big drop-off in my core web vitals for mobile and I went from 142 URLs to zero that were ranked as good I didn't have any poor rated URLs. I didn't have URLs that needed improvement. So basically everything just fell off the map, which was a little confusing. And then when I look at the desktop, I just have 147 poor URLs. Clearly, I'm doing something wrong here with this website. Talk to me about why I'm having so many URLs and why is there a difference between how Google would evaluate the same website from mobile to desktop?
1: So to answer a couple of your questions, Ben, the first one is that fundamentally, the experiences on mobile are totally different from desktop. So Google is definitely looking at these two experiences separately and using different calculations for them separately. Because obviously, you just have a lot more space on a desktop experience than you do on a mobile experience. In terms of your loss, when we look at the report that Google is providing here, What we end up seeing is that the biggest drivers for your performance drop are in CLS and LCP, which are really the CLS one is driven largely from the elements that are on your page. So I'd probably go and look at how you're using images, how you're using graphics on the page to possibly reconsider how you might want to build the experience on your site and the template on your site. And then... What is probably a good conclusion from this is that LCP, so the largest contentful paint, is probably driven from slow load times from many of the elements that exist on your website. And so without doing a ton of analysis, that's where I would start doing your first basic triage is looking at how certain elements like images, graphics, headers that you've put onto your site maybe driving down the user experience in the CLS and then also the load time in your largest contentful paint, LCP.
0: So you're telling me the big, heavy image that I have at the top of every page on this website that pushes all of the content down the page is not something that Google is looking at very
1: favorably. I mean, mean, I'm not going to tell you that your baby's ugly, but I would definitely change it.
0: (laughs) Jordan, where the hell were you when we were designing the website? (laughs)
1: Right. Right uh like most SEOs i was hiding in the dark corner so <laughs> you
0: know i'm going back to seo jokes
1: <laughs> right well here's the thing i think that a lot of webmasters they start with a certain design and experience in mind and now that we're really moving into this world where google's measuring some of these factors we have to start to tweak our notions of simplicity and expectation for all users on all devices. And so the reality is the design is a very subjective thing. So I could sit here and tell you that, hey, Ben, your design is very pretty. But from a core functionality, which is what the core web vitals is all about, it's just not meeting those standards. So there's ways for us to tweak this and improve it.
0: So the takeaway here is that as SEOs, we need to start thinking about more than just keyword optimization, more about our queries. We're looking... Now at the website functionality, the sort of the technical part, but we also have to start thinking about the design of the website and how that manifests itself, its utility towards the users.
1: There's no doubt. Absolutely. And this is going to become a new frontier for many SEOs because this has been one of the more challenging parts of SEO work, which is how do you influence the design team? We've spent the last decade figuring out how to influence the content team. And now we're shifting over to how do you influence the design team? But at its core, this is really what SEO is all about. It is about how do you build a great web experience that meets users' expectations. And Google's been saying that since the beginning. And this is just another way for them to measure those expectations.
0: Jordan, I have one last question for you.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: what do you call the man who invents PageRank?
1: I don't know, Ben. Tell me.
0: Larry Page.
1: (laughs) Hey-oh! I got you on that one. You did. You got me on that one. (laughs) All right, (laughs) These SEO jokes.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, Jordan, I appreciate you giving me the tips on how to optimize my website. Always good to hear from you. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, SEO strategist and advisor to search metrics. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E on Twitter. Or you could visit his personal website, which is jordancooney.com. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S, dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions, your SEO questions, or apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast.